from Los Angeles, California. This is Burncast, and I'm the bomb. Happy 2 2 Tuesday, and welcome to the show. In today's episode of Burncast, we speak to the Ice Queen, the fierce and noble leader of Arctica. Then we sit down and sit a spell as we hear the sounds of the Temple of Hope burn. Before we begin, I need to make a couple of announcements. First off, in this episode of Burncast, we bring back the Three Playa Community Drinking Game. It's been a while since we've played this game, but the rules are pretty simple. Every time you hear somebody say the word community, everybody has to drink. Secondly, this episode of Burncast marks our 27th episode. After today, Burncast will be on hiatus for the month of January 2007, but we will be back and we will be fierce in February, so stay tuned. My journey with creating Burncast has been both wonderfully gratifying and yet also enormously challenging these past few months. I could not have done it, and you would be unable to listen to this show if it weren't for Lecter of NoSpectators.com. He is Burncast's web host and technical support guy. He's also a wonderful and dear friend whom I've known for many years. If it weren't for Lecter, there would be no Burncast. So please, give it up to Lecter and say thanks. Drop him an email at Lecter at NoSpectators.com or tribe him up at tribe.net at http colon slash slash people.tribe.net slash lector. My friend Valerie, who happens to be French, once told me the secret to making beautiful crepes is that the first one is for the dog, because sometimes it doesn't turn out all that well. In the vein of that philosophy, as I delved into the podcasting world, I heard a valuable piece of advice, and that is, don't promote your show until you're well past your fifth episode. I think that's true, and so I want to thank my friends and the listeners of Burncast for their patience as I cut my teeth, belaboring over the editing software and learning the nuts and bolts of editing the audio recordings that comprise the show. I also want to thank our guests for their time, energy, and enthusiasm that they brought to the interviews. And so now on with the show. Though the official Burning Man website states that the event is commerce-free, we know that this claim is false. There are, in fact, two things sold in Black Rock City, ice and coffee. Our first guest is Xander Green, also known as the Ice Queen, who is the operations manager and volunteer coordinator for Arctica, formerly Camp Arctica. We caught up with the Ice Queen prior to the Temple Burn. Okay. I am the Ice Queen. I run Arctica on the playa and um, I guess this is my ninth year and actually my ninth year with Arctica, my seventh year as the Ice Queen. Tell us a little bit about being the Ice Queen. Yeah, being the Ice Queen. I love my job. <laughs> it's good to be the Queen. <laughs> it is good to be the Queen. I'm from Seattle and my first burn, I knew I wanted to give back to the community, even though I hadn't Drink. experienced it. <laughs> I said it! <laughs> um, and uh, so I was looking online at all the volunteer opportunities. And as a Seattleite, knowing I wasn't going to do well in the desert heat, I immediately said, ice. I mean, I, I want, that's where I want to be, right next to the ice. That's, that's where I should be as a Seattleite. So uh, signed up, as everyone does, and met the Iceman, who was running it at the time. Awesome, awesome. 
and I'm not entirely sure how I was chosen, but I was definitely chosen. He let me know that, yeah, that he picked me out of the crowd and started training me, basically, so. And, and can you let our listening audience know what Ashley Eye Sales go towards? It has widened quite a bit. It started out going to the Gerlach High School students, which was the first group of people who came out and had the entrepreneurial spirit, uh, seeing all the burners come out here. Since their first year, we basically took over and started staffing it with our volunteers because it was so successful. And so now there's been enough proceeds that I believe it goes to, it still goes to the Gerlach High School. I believe it also goes to varying different Gerlach extracurricular activities, empire. I know that now some of the money is actually going to BRAF artists as well. So it's getting out into our own community. Um, thank you. <laughs> and uh, it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing for the PR, you know? Gets, gets us really good PR with all the local people. Yeah? Now, I want to know uh, this inside scoop about ah. the fight between Ice Queen and... The Thunderdome battle. So I arrived on Playa last year, and uh, as you know, various of us have radios. And so suddenly, over the radio, I heard Makeout Queen announce herself, and I immediately sat upright and said, there's not enough room on the playa for two. There can be only one. <laughs> and so uh, over the radio, I had no idea actually who make out what queen was at the time. It was a new handle. And uh, so <laughs> or what we, she did. or what she did or who she was, or but she, she was on my channel and that was not all right. So we started harassing each other over the radio before we knew who each other were. And what kind of, what did the harassment sound like? Um, well, pretty much we almost immediately started challenging each other to the Thunderdome battle. As we know, the Thunderdome is the best place to take all of your battles out here on the playa. We were trying to figure out who each other were, we figured it out, we realized that it would be just downright awesome to take it there. It just had built up all these other people on our radio channel started to chime in and basically anytime you heard Queen something on the radio then somebody else piped in, there can be only one! <laughs> we went over, we talked to Death Guild, we set it up and uh, it was it was quite a spectacle. We really created a spectacle so you know, I came in all decked out in my regal wear and she got all fired up with uh, some fire so I had my you know ice staff all done and she was spinning fire on the art car and we all came in, we met with our different posses coming with us and um, we had champions as well we chose champions wow. so the whole battle started with our champions taking each other on it was incredible my champion took her champion down and she was not okay with that at all not in the least so she started you know throwing a fit and <laughs> So uh, you want to, okay, all right, you want to fight me, you want to fight me, right on. So I removed my crown, I had my, you know, assistants with me with my pillow and I took my crown off and put it down on the pillow and ripped my clothes off and uh, the crowd was going wild and you, I think somebody told me they could hear everybody on the dome screaming, let the queens fight for a mile out. Um, so we, yeah, so they strapped us into the harnesses and uh, we had a great time. We, both of us got excellent hits in and uh, they only let us go two rounds, which I was a little surprised with because normally there are three rounds, but in the second round, the makeout queen managed to get me into a toe lock. So she, oh! yeah, wrapped her toes around me. But it was not to her advantage because as soon as she wrapped her feet around me, she fell over backwards and I came in on top of her and walloped her. Good! 
like 20 times directly in the head. Amazon queen. Yeah, and uh, and again, everybody was everybody was going crazy. The whole and so they called. They actually stopped the fight at that point, pulled us off of each other, and amazingly enough, they called the fight to her. I know. Well, we've now learned. Highway robbery. <laughs> Highway robbery. Who are you? I am one of the Ice Queen's duchesses. <laughs> and I'm one of her main ladies in waiting. And I have to say that completely unbiased opinion. Highway fucking robbery. What's that? Hi. I was the other attendant. Totally gypped. <laughs> They're biased. But, um, but there has been uh, some, some affirmation that there was bribery going on behind the scenes. So. Oh, that was my fault. That was, yes. So who knows? Who knows who actually won? But now, the, you know, there's, there's still two queens on the playa because it's still undecided. Because this queen does not bow to the authority of the Death Guild. <laughs> Alright, do you have anything to say to the makeout queen? To the makeout queen? I love the makeout queen. She's fabulous, yes. And she deserves her title. Yes, so. <laughs> there are theories that we actually are, you know, direct nemesis, but no. Yes. <laughs> you don't want to re-challenge with the title? Or well, we did talk about Pillow Fight Club. <laughs> they're not here this year. They're not here this year. So uh, we're waiting. We're waiting for the appropriate venue to agree to host us. Okay. And then there will be a rematch. And you know what? Come, let me know and I'll cover it. All right. You got it. <laughs> the Ice Queen rules. That was the Ice Queen from Camp Arctica. Coming up, what's come to be known simply as the Temple Burn. These days, everyone knows they burn the man on Saturday. But as an old school burner, I can remember when they used to burn the man on Sunday. In 2000, David Best built the first in a series of annual temples, the Temple of the Mind, made from leftover pressed wood pieces from dinosaur kits. The following year, Best produced the Temple of Tears, which also was known as the Mausoleum, a six-story temple dedicated to the dead. The temple became an emotionally powerful communal focal point for contemplation, grieving, forgiveness, catharsis, and renewal. It is a place where the citizens of Black Rock City could grieve for deceased family and friends by writing hand-scrawled messages on the structure and leaving mementos behind to burn. Larry Harvey, the founder and director of Burning Man, has said of the temple, quote, Burning Man's concept is to blend life and art so you can't tell the difference. We want you to interact not only with art, but with the society that convenes art around itself. The mausoleum is just that. Death is not a palatable subject in consumer culture. Dead people don't consume. But David Best had people out there, thousands of people, mourning in the most sincere way." Unquote. In 2002, citizens of Black Rock City witnessed the burning of the Temple of Joy. In 2003, the burning of the Temple of Honor. In 2004, the burning of the Temple of Stars. The following years, Mark Grieve replaced David Best to continue in the creation of the Temples of Dreams and the Temple of Hope in 2005 and 2006, respectively. The following is a recording made at the burning of the Temple of Hope for 2006. You'll hear a beautiful operatic performance followed by two conversations, one with two virgin burners and one with a burning veteran. 
The remainder of the recording is sounds of the crackle of flames in which I invite you to take this time to reflect on the year gone by, to meditate on the upcoming year, and to remember and honor those who have passed. Embedded photos by Valer Hardy of Camp Home Slice. Finally, this episode of Burncast concludes with music from Bass Box, which can be found on the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. I'd like to end by quoting the great French artist and sculptor Rodin, who once said, The artist must create a spark before he can make a fire, and before art is born, the artist must be ready to be consumed by the fire of his own creation. I dedicate the following recording in the memory of my late father, Roy Lee Barnes, who died on October 29, 2006. The last day I saw him alive, we were watching an old MGM musical when he explained to me that the motto of MGM, the Latin phrase, Ars gracia artis, means art for art's sake.
Okay, what's your player name and how did you get it? My player name is Skipper. And I got it um, because my friend Louisa and I took off for the Temple Burn and we left our friends and we're totally lost and so then we decided to come up here, run into you guys, start talking Polaroids. And uh, you notice our, our caps, and we're like, yeah, Yacht Rock Party, yo. And you guys are like, no shit. We know the Yacht Rock producer. So um, we, we had a, a jolly good time talking about that. And then um, we let Ernest know that we were virgins, and he bestowed us with our, our names, Skipper and Barbie. Barbie, is that your planning? Well, the player name that I got was uh, Miss Chevious. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I got that from my playa boyfriend. Well, he was about my four-hour playa boyfriend. And um, you made out with him? Yeah, I made out with him. <laughs> 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 we met at Opulent Temple. It was awesome. And yeah, amazing. What happened? Where is he now? No, I tucked him into bed and went back to the party, and we'll probably never see each other again. But it was a good four hours. Aww. Aww. You want to give a shout out to your playa boyfriend? Yeah, Alex. I love you, sweetie. You made my night. Mm, and gave me my name, Mischievous. You need a hug. Aww. 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 All right, thank you. do a podcast but you're already recording so just say something what's your hopes and fears for 2006 for Burning Man or for yourself Oof. or for the planet or for her actually for her oh wow for her it's good because this, this burn has been a lot about um, taking part in the transformation of a person which is an amazing ability that we all have that we forget to you know be the source of our lives, you know, we carry stuff around for years and years and years, and she did some incredible burning uh, late yesterday, and got rid of a demon, like a 20-year demon that's been inside her. So um, I think it's an amazing thing that's possible here, and so many people are doing it, and just the energy here is just so hopeful that even though we deal with our fears, it's just the flip side of everyone dealing is fear, I mean hope, excuse me, automatically. So tip the scale so far goes back the other way anyways is this a drinking game <laughs> yeah actually it is what's the word community oh yeah always community right yeah he's oh there we go <laughs> yes finally I see what that looks like it's awesome <laughs> anyways you gotta go back
to Burncast, a podcast spreading the flames about the art, culture, and community of Burning Man. For more information, please visit our website, burncast.net, 
To contact us, please call our listener feedback line at 206-350-1416 or leave us an audio recording by pressing the My Chingo button at our website, burncast.net. A very special thanks to Lecter of NoSpectators.com for hosting these podcasts.